Welcome to Liberty Monks Podcast. James Mundy here with Mike Mundy. How you doing tonight, brother Mike? Super amazing, my brother. How are you? Dude, I'm doing great. Um, right. We have we have we have the Clay Clark back in virtual studio with us, and we have his lovely daughter, and it is her birthday today, and that is awesome. Welcome yeah. both. Of you. Angelina is 14 today, and how does it feel? How do you how do you feel? Do you, do you feel older? Do you feel younger? What do you what do? You, what do you... <laughs> I feel the same. I don't know. Okay, make sure you eat that mic by the way. There now, uh, <laughs> now a cool question for you guys. You guys got a chance to go to the the tour for the first time, our first backstage experience, or? Yep meet all the speakers. I'd, I'd love to get your experience because, you know, I'm, I'm always making sure we're on time and things are streaming and making sure media has passes and, you know, yeah. keeping security tight. But what was your experience like at the Reawaken America tour? Um, well, I can speak for myself, Mike, you can chime in. Um, I had a great time. It was, you know, we had, we had, uh, had an opportunity to go and have a media booth, uh, in Myrtle beach. Right. And that's, that was a great event. Um, this was a little bit different, though. To your point, Clay, we you know we appreciate the the all access, you know, having the backstage and everything. And what I noticed was, man, I what forget a lot of things. For one, um, one of the most probably special moments was when you guys did the group prayer and hmm. the emotion and the energy that was running through that building. I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like it. To be quite candid with you, I don't know if I've ever felt anything quite like it. You could feel, you you actually could feel the Holy Spirit in that room, and it was absolutely one of the most beautiful things. And the, the, the people, yeah, the, there was a lot of crying, but it was tears of joy and just in it was just incredible. So there was that piece of it, Clay. Yeah. And then also, I just also noticed the, the, the people that are there. Um, they're not. <laughs> There's a lot of things people could be doing right now. They're there for the reason of displaying and pleading the truth to people. And you can tell the passion and emotion of these speakers and how much they put into it. Right. Um, and I could give you several examples of this. Lee Dundas. Um, I could go on and on and on. Uh, obviously, Simone Gold um, and many, many other people that just you can tell they're putting everything into this, meaning the emotion, the sheer determination that they have to get their point across. And when they get off stage, you know, some of them can't even talk because they're so exhausted. Hmm. But it was just it was it was really, really interesting to see just behind the scenes a little bit and the conversations that are going on and just everyone sharing ideas. There was there was no dull moments this entire time at any point in time in that area backstage um, or in the green room or whatever. It was just all encompassing, just a lot of people that are there that are took that are taking this very, very seriously and are trying their hardest to get information to people that they think they need in order to take action in whatever way that they can with the skill set that they have. And so that's that's what I noticed. I also noticed um, just how passionate you are about this, um, <laughs> seeing just, you know, seeing you in action just top to bottom, whole, your whole team, you know, uh, Aaron Antis, everybody that was involved, everyone's running around working hard and there is not downtime whatsoever. I was hoping that you guys would be, feel kind of like you're in the foxhole because, mm -hmm. you know, the purpose of the tour, by the way, we, we, are, we turned our building into a church during the lockdown. So every Thursday night uh, we have praise and worship here. That's what you're hearing in the background if you pick, pick up mm -hmm. some of that. But, um, you know, it's, it's a thing where like Jim Brewer, comedian, uh, he and I got to know each other. He's came out and said, I'm not going to work any venues that require the shots. And then uh, I don't know what people think he felt like. I don't know what people think happens. But when I called him, he was kind of alone and isolated, you know, and you had people like yeah. Rob Schneider and folks that reached out to him. But we invited him on the tour. It was kind of like welcoming him into the family. 
And obviously, since that time, his comedy popularity has soared. It's taken off. Or Sean Foyt, the praise and worship leader, you know, I don't know what people think he, he was like or what he was doing. But when he took a stand and decided to not uh, stop doing praise and worship events and decided to take him to a next level, uh, I don't know how he felt. Uh, but I'm sure a little bit alone and isolated. And we invited him to Tulsa to come to a praise and worship event during the peak of the pandemic. And um, he's obviously had massive success beyond um, just that event. But we, I view, I view the Reawaken America Tour as, as a, a way to encourage the people fighting back and to introduce new voices of truth to the people. And uh, I hope that the uh, the people listening right now who come and join us at the Reawaken America Tour in uh, Nashville, that they will get a chance to see you. A lot of people that maybe who are not listening to this show don't know you and don't know about your financial background. And people mm -hmm. are trying to sort out, you know, bricks. How does that relate to my life? The new central bank uh, digital currencies, programmable central bank digital currencies. How does that fit into my life? And so we're trying to bring people, you know, we just had um, the author of The Creature from Jekyll Island just reached out uh, two days ago, and he'll be joining us now in Branson, Missouri. Ed. Um, there's just a lot, there's a lot of yep. stuff going on there. And then meanwhile, you know, we all have great kids, you know, we all have families, you know, and That's I don't right. know what people it's like, but you know, it's Angelina's birthday today. We were planning her party. Uh, can you, can you tell the folks a little bit of the details of your party, a little bit, just a few of the details, just kind of, you can keep it vague. We won't, we won't give away the specific time and location. <laughs> um, basically I'm having, um, a lot of friends over to like, I don't, to a place. Yeah, to a place. Okay, but I mean, you know, we're still moms and dads planning birthday parties, yep. you know? We're still, um, and I just don't know that people think through that. And I think yep. what happens is your listeners are all thinking, well, how can God use my time and my treasure and my talent? And I think when people come backstage and see, wow, that's Mike Lindell or, wow, that's General Flynn, but they're real people yep. who have other stuff going on. I think that makes it more real, and hopefully, hopefully, you guys left feeling encouraged, or anybody who was backstage feels the same way. So, well, that that's the one thing that I notice is because you know you see these real larger than life characters, you know, Roger Stone, General Flynn, and Mike Lindell, yeah. and, and yourself, and Dave Scarlett, and, and Eric Trump. But what I found shocking was they're just normal people. Yep, normal, nice people that care. You know, they're not these big, huge personalities. They're 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 awe inspiring and or intimidating. They're just normal folks that, that are doing what they can to um, to move the cause forward. So I thought I thought that was for me that was the most shocking thing. Yeah, you know, Eric Trump. How about Eric? Uh, yeah. yeah, isn't he just a nice guy? I, mean, I don't know if you Very. saw the way he interacts with everybody, and then he really wanted to hear Amanda Grace um, share, uh, you know, uh, about what the Bible has to say about America's future, and he wanted to be off to the side to watch her presentation, and um, just a kind guy, just a generous guy, a, a courteous person. And uh, I just I, I can't I can't speak highly enough about General Flynn, uh, his ability yeah, yeah. to deal with, you know, we, I invited the mainstream media to this one and people say, why would you do that? Well, it's because think about this. We had almost eight percent of the people that attended heard about the events through the mainstream media. So I, I want to ask you this real quick here. OK, this is just an example. OK, it's my daughter. She's 14. OK, but this right here. Who's this guy? Um, Fauci. Nope. See, Yuval Noah Harari. This is good. Okay. It kind of looks like Fauci, though. Who's this? <laughs> I don't know. He's creepy, though. Right. What I'm saying is, you know, she yeah. does cheerleading and goes to a Christian school. And, and what are, like, the TV stations that your your friends talk about? Is there certain TV stations? I'm not saying that you watch it at the house, but what are TV stations they, refer they reference? Just, like, Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm just saying is, you know, a lot of people 
her age and her parents aren't watching uh, this show or my show. Right. And I'll give an example. Uh, one of our kids, their, their friends came over. And one of the moms pulled me aside. And again, I apologize for anybody tuning in. If you are if you don't like praise and worship music, I apologize. You're going to hear a lot of it in the background. But she pulls me aside and she says, you know, I, I watched your first event in Tulsa. And uh, I got, and this is all at my at my house. This yeah. is the mother of one of my friends, one of my kids' friends. And she says, uh, we watched it, the Rainbow Bible College event. And everything that Jim Caviezel was talking about and, and General Flynn and Mike Lindell and, you know, I don't know, Cash Patel, all these different people you guys have had at the tour, the, the first event, though, in Tulsa yep. specifically, she said the stuff that Cabezal was talking about and Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell and General Flynn, it all seemed a little bit crazy. Like, we hadn't heard anywhere else. And she said, I, I've looked into it, and I only heard about it because the mainstream media reported it. You know, your ABC, NBC, Fox. Yeah. And looked into it, and every single thing you guys said is true. But she heard about it because of the mainstream media so this past event we had eight percent of the attendees came to the event as a result of hearing about the reawaken america tour from the mainstream media hit pieces and we had a lot of hit pieces i mean didn't we we almost had a record oh, yeah. there we had washington post and npr and bbc they're all coming after us well yeah and you know what you would you know you had you had very very touching beautiful moments especially during that prayer and there was even, you know, his glory ministry was there and there were people there from his glory that were, you know, watching and I was standing right next to them. We were, we were kind of off to the side and this whole group thing was going on, but we were off to the side a little bit, you know, from around backstage. Right. And there, they were, she, this young lady um, was crying and she just looked at me and said, how can they possibly say to us that we're doing something wrong? You know, and because because you saw what you saw, because we kept scanning the crowd, right, as this was going on, and you saw the opposition media, the mainstream media, snapping pictures of things that they could use and twist. You could tell. I mean, I was we were having this conversation as this was going on. It was almost surreal because I'm watching. I'm like, watch. Did you see what they're taking pictures of? Right. You no, know, it, it was people really getting into it, right, in their own way, having this spiritual moment with with, right. with Christ, and it, it was beautiful. But they're using it for propaganda purposes. Well, so it would anybody, be like, it, it'd yeah. be like, you know, am I, can you tell them all your cheer moves you can do? Tell, tell us the moves. <laughs> what, what are the moves? Like tumbling? Yeah, tumbling moves. Tell us the tumbling moves you got. Tell us the moves. Well, my highest skill right now is like a full. A full. And I'm working on my Arabian step out. And what's full. a full, though, for people that don't know what a full it's is? It's a twisting layout. A twisting layout. Okay, so it's like a flip. And you're twisting? Yes. It's like you're going up in yeah. a straight line, but then you're twisting as you're coming down. I, I, I do those all the time. Yes. <laughs> so, and come right back. So but the thing is, though, is that, you know, you could take that footage if you wanted to, and you could say, look, th there's ninja training yeah. of future terrorists going on here. I yeah. mean, you could take that footage and go, look, the ninjas are training future terrorists here. Look at these. You, know, you could, you could do that. And, and it was, it was, it's, that's how the media works. And I can just tell you oh, yeah. though, I, kind of three wins I had with the mainstream media that I want to, that I want to hammer into some bricks if we can is yeah. the, the mainstream media. One reporter calls me. She's from the UK, from Europe. She calls me and she says, Clay, I want you to know, I apologize in advance for the, what would my editor is going to be putting out. But, I had you wrong, and I really loved the event. It was lovely, wow. and I'd like it if I could come to another event. So I just 
went back and forth today. They'll be in Branson. And this person, but at the event, they said, this is very disturbing, the Great Reset, because they can't disapprove. They can't. Uh, 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 disprove the fact that the yeah. system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. They cannot disprove the fact that central bank digital currencies are being pushed and they can be turned on or off by the Bank of International Settlements or whatever you know government entity that's tyrannical yeah. that, that feels the need to. They can't dispute it. Then we had somebody from another media outlet that came to me and they said um, this is a camera person. They said mm-hmm. your people to here were the nicest group and we go to the other side. We've, we've been to the Democratic National Convention. We've been to – and your people were so nice, like just the nicest people. Like I, I yeah. just – there wasn't like people out front burning things. There wasn't people chanting, you know, kill the cops. Nope. Or I mean, they're, they're, they, were, they were telling me that at they, other events they've gone to, the far left is chanting like anti-cop hateful rhetoric, and they're going, none of that was happening. And then they commented, they said, hey, none of the just perverse behavior, I'll just keep it at that, that you see it's these other events that are pushing these certain perverse, uh, uh, you know, school readings. They read to kids, that whole gender confusion thing. They were just saying that that, that, that's common at their other events they cover and not at our all at ours. So we, we scored some points with some really neat people behind the cameras. And what I'm finding, and this is interesting, is if you were to sit down with a member of the military who's 18, 20, who who has to, because they're forced to be a member of the CCP uh, military, Mm -hmm. they probably would have similar goals and aspirations to you and I and and your listeners. They'd probably Mm want to have peace for their family and and be able to enjoy watching their kids grow up. That's probably what they want, but they're part of the CCP army. And therefore, they don't get a voice. And I think what you're finding right now is a lot of the members of the media, they don't get a voice. Their editor, um, and one of the media members actually showed me what their editor was saying via text. And she goes, I'm really sorry, but this is what they're going to put out. It's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. But again, that's the only way we're going to reach people beyond our echo chamber because of the censorship. So hopefully people understand why I'm doing it. And the most recent hit pieces that are interesting is the Rolling Stone has this new article that they ran. It's with other mainstream media. But the the quote is, I've bitten off more than I can chew because (laughs) I let people name their price and we lose money. So I guess after an exhaustive um, interview of vendors, you know, the the sound companies and the lighting companies and the uh, portable potty companies and security right. companies some of them have leaked receipts of what they were paid which is fine and some of the hotels have leaked receipts about what we paid for hotels and some of the speakers had leaked a reimbursement of what they were paid or whatever that is mm-hmm. and the mainstream media would then went around and took the time which I, I give them credit for at least doing this and asking attendees what did you pay for for a ticket and some people are like well 25 some people said 50 and some people said, well, it's a scholarship. So my husband and I, he lost his job. So we paid 50 or we paid because we let people name their price yeah, and their yeah. new angles. They've determined that because I'm losing money, I'm not a sound business person <laughs> and I've bitten off more than I can chew. Where before the narrative oh. was, I'm making millions and I'm taking advantage of people. And, you know, anyway, so that's where we're at. But I wanted to tap into your guys's wisdom on bricks. And I wanted to give people a quick little uh, review of what I know about bricks. And I wanted to see yeah. if I get your, your feedback on it. Angelita, down there, there's a little diagram here. Do you see a diagram? 
Can you grab that real quick? Okay. Now she, this is Angela. She's not seen this diagram before, so I'm gonna have her read it to you, and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Birthday with dad amidst the COVID nineteen reset. Okay. So timeline. What's the first event you see there? What do you got there? And just make sure you read right in the microphone. Um, nineteen Yep. Um, kissing ER, World Economic Forum, Gold Standard. To I don't know what that says. Okay, so nineteen seventy one, Henry Kissinger told yep, yep. or encouraged or coached or mentored or whatever that was, encouraged Richard Nixon to get off the gold standard and encouraged Klaus Schwab to start the World Economic Forum. Henry Kissinger. That's Henry yep, Kissinger. Yep. And for five thousand mega points, Angelina, this is a chance to win a copy of the home game. This is uh Klaus. That is not not Klaus Schwab, is this it? is Klaus Schwab, it yeah. Is? Yeah. He sounds like this is a the uh, does, um Klaus Schwab, he says Wait. the difference of the fourth industrial revolution is it doesn't so much <laughs> change what you're doing as much as it changes you. If you it's think Klaus Schwab. Thing, do you want to practice your Schwab? No. Okay. <laughs> no, this is this is Fauci. This is Fauci. Okay. So so in the 1974, so we're off the gold standard now. We're, we have no nothing backing our currency. Yep. Kissinger goes over to Saudi Arabia and he does what? What do you see there? 1974. What does he do? Um, I just see Petro. There it is, Petro. He introduces the petrodollar in 1974. So the, the weird relationship we have with, with Saudi Arabia is that we say, and I'm I'm, I'm oversimplifying this, but Basically, the agreement is we will provide military support for Saudi Arabia as mm -hmm. long as they will only sell their oil to uh, countries that the U.S. approves of and, and sells the or sells the oil and the, 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 the petroleum uh, to countries in, in exchange for the U.S. dollar, thus giving us the petrodollar, petrodollar, petro. It's yep. the win-win there. Okay. So then in 2017, what happened? Gold becomes a tier one asset yes so what happens is the bank of international settlements which is like the central bank of central banks they come out and they say hey hey here's the deal gold now has the same credibility as the dollar it's a tier one asset for the first time since 1945 ish mm -hmm. we now have another tier one asset well then what countries up there at the top right start buying gold silver and copious amounts of gold what countries are hoarding the gold Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. That's oh, the BRICS nations. Mm, Brazil, very interesting. Russia, India, China, South Africa. Well, then you get Turkey and you get Venezuela. Um, and still people are like, well, that's only 50% of the Earth's population. Then Iran, then it's like 55%. Then it's, and all of a sudden, we, Saudi Arabia, seven days ago, eight days ago, while we were at the Reawaken America tour, Saudi Arabia, which is the petro, mm -hmm. in the petro dollar, they say, uh, we are now out. We want to join the BRICS nations, which means that we no longer have petro in the word petrodollar. Now, Angelina, and then we'll go. We'll go to we'll go back to the host here. The word petrodollar would imply that what is in the dollar? I forgot. Petro. Yes. So if you don't have petro in the petrodollar, it's just a dollar, and we don't have it backed by anything. Yep. So, we are now finding ourselves, and so the best analogy I'd give you would be, uh, Angelina, do you have any friends in cheer? Because you cheer with the older girls. Do any of them drive? Yeah, a lot of them do. Have any of them run out of gas en route to cheer practice? I think so, probably. Do you know of this? Do you know of a situation where some of your friends have run out of gas? Has this ever happened? Have you heard <laughs> no, this? I'm just guessing. I'm just saying. I, 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 and they, you know, young whippersnappers, 16, 17-year-old drivers, you hear these stories, they go, 
I ran out of gas. Well, we ran out of gas because there's no more gas there. It's not a conspiracy theory. You're just out of gas. And we, when you have a no more gold backing your currency and you have no more, more petro back to back in the petrodollar. That's right. We're kind of in a spot where the E lights on. Boop, boop, boop. And this just in, and I'm not exaggerating at all. The U.S., according to Glenn Beck and other sources, appears to have sold 136 tons of gold to China recently. What? Oh, so that's what's going on. And the final thing I'll share with you is it's the, 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 the new prime minister. Right after Saudi Arabia comes out and says, by the way, we're done with the petrodollar. England, simultaneously, the UK, uh, says, hey, we have a new uh, prime minister by the name of Rishi Sunak, whose father-in-law, Rishi Sunak's father-in-law, happens to be the guy who developed the technology needed to make the central bank digital currencies possible. You know, the World Economic Forum member. The, you know, and Rishi Sunak happened to go to Stanford where he hung out with all of the likes of, you know, your Yuval Noah Harari and your, you know, your, your, your Ray Kurzweil, all these people obsessed with programmable central bank digital currencies that you can turn on or off like you can turn on or off someone's social media. So he now shows up and guess what he's doing? He's encouraging the use of central bank digital currencies. He's wanting to strengthen yep. ties with India right away and we're about ready to see i believe very near term i don't i don't put dates on things because i'm not prophetic uh, i i am somewhat prophetic though on, on november 3rd general flynn will be riding with me in a white van to uh branson missouri because he he, he says i i gotta be part of the white van I, you can't be the only guy driving the whole <laughs> white van. i gotta do it so he'll be driving with me in a white van to branson missouri but uh, i don't have any, i guess that's not prophetic that's just planning but i can say we're about ready to see the collapse of the dollar yeah, you know, Clay, um, this is, and it's not by accident. The system right. was designed to fail. This is what people have to realize. And again, we, we, we probably don't have time to get into the, the nuts and bolts of how they pulled this off, but it just so happened that back in 1913, three richest men in the world that are opposed to the Federal Reserve System didn't come home when the Titanic sank in the middle of an ocean. Uh oh. Interesting, right? And so the Federal Reserve System goes into effect in 1913. And since that point, we have lost 99% of the value of our currency. So, folks. It's interesting that the Titanic sank. Very interesting. And very interesting, indeed, that there was an insurance claim on it. And also very interesting, indeed, that the RMS Olympic was actually the boat that was dilapidated. That was that ever after the Titanic sank, managed to continue to run for like 25 or 30 years or something crazy like that. After it had been deemed a dilapidated wreck of a ship that was no longer serviceable. So there's so there's 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 a lot of things. We actually it's ironic. We just got off the horn with John Hamer, who is a uh, researcher and author and historian over in the UK. And I don't know if you know right. John, but he's written several books. One being the falsification of history, the other being the falsification of science. Wow. And when you actually look back at what they've done to hide our historical record, what they've done to hide our science, the true nature of science, the real science that we can all you know question, which is what we're supposed to do. You start to see a dangerous, dangerous game that they've played with the monetary system and kept complete control over it all these years. And by the way, have taken out people that have tried to, you know, have tried to interrupt their plans, i.e. John F. Kennedy, who tried now, to implement the silver certificate. What you're and saying just lo and behold. Is, so, is so right. And you just keep unraveling and unraveling. And one thing that I've really mm -hmm. um, woken up to that's blown my mind is the Bible 
how the Bible specifically has been when they, they went from the King James version to the new oh, yeah. version, mm -hmm. how entire verses of the Bible were taken out. So like in Matthew, it instructs us that he says with the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains, right? But it says, albeit yeah. this does not come without fasting. It talks about fasting, prayer and fasting. That little, they kept that part out. They cut that out. Yeah. Yep. So now you have a lot of conservative pastors and teachers that never, ever, ever teach about fasting, ever, ever. Yep. And and I and I want to give people a specific. You I want people to look it up tonight. Don't don't let don't don't let me give you a, a generic uh, example. Okay. So I want to make sure we're very clear. This is Matthew. Okay. This is Matthew in the Bible, the Gospels. Okay. And this will be Matthew chapter seventeen, verse twenty through twenty-one. Verse 21 is gone from the international version. So a lot of, and I'll just tell people this, mm -hmm. on the tour, a lot of times when I don't know what to do, I go into like a fasting mode. And it's unbelievable some of the things that God does that don't make any sense, doors that open. I mean, the whole tour doesn't make any sense. I mean, I had no idea who Eric Trump was. My daughter knows I'm very passionate about saving our country, right? That's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> but but I wasn't I didn't know Eric Trump, you know, and now yeah. I talk to Eric Trump every day and Cash Patel and General Flynn. I mean, these are my guys now. We talk every day and you can see that backstage, the camaraderie and the friendships. And it's all real. Yep. And I, I credit all that to Jesus Christ. I mean, I credit all the doors opening, all of that. I mean, yes, God gave you talent, and me talent and skill sets and work ethic and all that stuff. I'm very organized. I, I am. And I'm very aggressive. I'm very fastidious about details. But at the end of the day, God's opening doors. That's you right. know, and it's, it's, there's just things that are happening that, that, that really, um, you know, or another example, like my calendar was off today. So I wouldn't, my calendar would not, um, it was, it was wrong. You know, it's like the wrong time zone or whatever. So I missed my time with you guys, but then like my daughter wouldn't be on the show if that didn't happen. Right. And right. I really feel like that for somebody out there that needs to see, wow, there's real people with real kids who have real birthdays. And yet the work of patriotism doesn't stop. Somebody will probably remember this show because of that. So all I can say is the, the revisionist uh, uh, history is, is it's alarming and yep. it's alarming. You also start to look at who was wanting to remove the book of Revelation from the Bible. I mean, because luckily we have the book of Revelation so I can understand that, okay, the guardian of nations statue in front of the United Nations, that's Revelation chapter 13, verse two. That's what that is. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, the Euphrates River is drying up. Oh, okay, that's in Revelation. I, I get that. Okay, yep. I, I, can, I can. Oh, okay, the, the Bill Gates patent, W02020060606. Okay, that's Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. What if certain people had their way and that was removed for the book of Revelation? That's right. It was a very yeah. strong conversation. So I just, homework tonight, I, I, wanna, I wanted to give people just kind of three big things to think about is bricks. Everybody needs to go to rumble.com tonight and just type in BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, hit enter, and we're, just find what you can about BRICS on rumble.com. Find what you can on DuckDuckGo. Dive into it tonight. I mean, really dive, understand what's happening, okay? Because right now, Russia and China are discussing rolling out a new currency backed by gold that excludes the U.S. So just think about that. Second thing we need to do is think about when it happens, what happens? So, uh, Angelina, let's 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 go over the scenario here right now. You went to school today. Yeah. How, how'd you get there? In a car. Did mom take you? Yeah. 
Okay, sweet. What is it, did you skateboard? Was it a car with like a, a gas-powered car? Yeah, it was a gas-powered. What time car. did you get there? Um, Ish seven. -ish. Seven. Okay. So all of a sudden, the U.S. doesn't have oil. Let's, let's talk about that. Saudi Arabia says we're not going to give you more oil. We're going to give you less oil. Oh, and by the way, we're no longer backing your dollar either. So there is a very real probability we could be facing an oil shortage with an inflation crisis simultaneously. So yep. let's let's have that conversation. Let's have it now. Let's think. It's called preparation. I'm not trying to scare. I'm trying to prepare. Let's do that. Okay. So, yep. um, you know, as far as gold and silver, there's a lot of scammers out there. I've had a very good relationship over the years with goldline.com. I have no problem with them. I don't have a promo code for you. Um, and then also BH-PM. That's Beverly Hills Precious Metals. That's who I buy from now, Beverly Hills Precious Metals. But uh, that's who General Flynn buys from. But you can go whoever you want to. But you, you really need to have a certain percentage of your fiat currency pulled out and put into gold and silver. It's wise. Third, you, you, you got to be smart about this, folks. You're going to see a supply chain collapse in some capacity, whether it's as intense as you saw in Sri Lanka or in Sri Lanka, by the way, if you don't have a little QR code on your phone and you don't adhere to the social credit score, you can't buy anything right now in Sri Lanka. Yep. So I would recommend people stock up. And, and, and again, I don't have a promo code for you, but my Patriot Supply is a very good organization where I've bought a lot of stuff from mypatriotsupply.com, I believe it is. And then locally, a guy that I trust a lot and who I've bought a lot of food from, and I, I, I'm always stocking up, is Dr. Sherwood. And that's Sherwood.tv, Sherwood.tv. So those are just Mark, yep. uh, Mark's Dr. Sherwood, who speaks at the tour. It's organic food that lasts a long time. But again, I would just encourage you, get get your knowledge up on bricks. Find a way. I mean, if you got an IRA, you got a 401k, you got a mutual fund, Look at what's happening and what's that paper worth when they demolish the economy. So think about that and make sure you're stocking up right now. And then if you're in the area or you want to be in the area, most of the attendees at the Reawaken America Tour tell me they drive from three or four states or more. You can always name your price. We recognize it's a sacrifice for you to get there. My wife and I will put up three, four $400,000 to put on every one of these. I don't take any income or salary. It's a faith exercise every time. I'm always like, I hope people show up. Uh, but we're down to our final 70 tickets in yep. Branson right now. And then we have Nashville coming up in January. And you can always get those tickets at time to freeamerica.com, time to freeamerica.com. Or you can text me directly at 918-851-0102. That's 918-851-0102. You can text that number, 918-851-0102. Here we go, the back of some mail. You can text that number. There we go. And uh, um, that's how you get tickets. Come kind of a fast pass, or you can go to time to freeamerica.com and request those right now. Beautiful. And uh, folks, let me tell you something. Um, we've been to two of these. They are worth going to. You will not only will you get a great introductory to many topics, you also get a lot of detail. But most importantly, you're going to develop relationships with people. Yeah. And um, that's also what we saw there was there are people with very deep and connected relationships and everyone's counting on one another. This is what community is supposed to be about. Right. And which is what right. we've lost in this country. And they've attacked the family. The fact that you had your daughter on tonight, Clay, is absolutely amazing. And we wish you a happy birthday, my dear. Um, Clay, is there anything else you want to leave us with before we wrap up? Because I want you. To yeah, I do, wanna, I do want to say this here is that um, think about your kids. Now, so my dad delivered pizzas. I remember I was he was 37. I'm 42 right now, but he was 37. I remember, you know, as a kid, you remember certain things. You don't remember like yep. exactly when the memories start to happen, but all of a sudden, I remember I was at school and a kid, I used to stutter a lot as a kid. So I got picked on quite a bit as a kid. So my my early childhood wasn't awesome, but I went to school. I got picked on a lot. 
And I remember one neighbor kid was like, your dad delivers pizzas. And I'm going, no, he yeah, doesn't. So what? Well, I, as a kid, you know, I'm like, no, he doesn't. Because, you know, he's like, you yeah, know, everyone yeah. wants their dad yeah, to be an executive. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, uh, you know, was I, well, I, then I was trying to figure out why are they making fun of my dad? And then someone else is like, uh, it, you know, he works at a gas station. And I, well, I was thinking, well, now as an adult, I'm going, that is true. My dad did work at a gas station and he delivered pizzas. And may he rest in peace. He had two jobs. And I wouldn't see him till typically three in the morning because he worked the night shift. I mean, he got off after delivering pizzas and working at a gas station to provide for us. I would see him. And to this day, I still wake up around three. Every, I mean, because that's where I'd wake up to see my dad. I would set the alarm and I'd wake up and he'd come home and we'd watch the San Francisco Giants reruns if we could with Will Clark and, and the Giants team. And my dad would, you know, pour that. 20 minutes into me, we'd talk about whatever. He'd bring home some expired burritos out of the freezer section we couldn't sell anymore. We'd eat some burritos. We'd talk some baseball. And, you know, he was willing to get two jobs for us. And sometimes, wow. you know, it was, it was tough. It was rough, you know, financially sometimes, you know. But he did it. My mom always turned, like, a closet into some sort of call center for something she was working on. or, You know, and I just think a lot of us right now, We've enjoyed some great freedoms as Americans, in large part to the petrodollar and to the grace of Jesus Christ. Yep. I mean, America chose God and God chose Israel. But we now have to sacrifice. And I don't want to turn over my country, our country, to a bunch of, a bunch of godless communists and then look at my daughter, who's 14, who will be, um, you know, uh, in seven years from now, so 2030, She'll be 21 years old. And in 2030, they want all freedoms gone. That's right. what Agenda 2030 is. So if if you need that motivational kick in the pants to be uncomfortable, to go speak at the school board, to fight my wife, my wife, my wife's done a great job um, speaking to get the masks off the kids and teaming up with people. But everybody's got it out of their comfort zone. There's people like me who like to fight. I honestly, I think it's part of getting picked on as a kid. I kind of enjoy this, the sparring. But other people, I mean, but we got to get, we have to do it because if not, seven years from now, they want to be, they want Agenda 2030 to be fully implemented, sure which do. I'm telling you is a complete adherence to the godless Marxist agenda or quarantine camps for you. That's what they want. So that's right. Uh, we got to fight for our next generation. I hope everybody out there is willing to do it. When I say fight, I mean it's peacefully. Get out there, vote. Get out there, protest. Get out there, share the truth. Do what you have to do. Amen, brother. Um, well, folks, you uh, I can tell you the, the resources that Clay and his team have put on the websites is absolutely incredible because not only is there in-depth information there that you can research and study if you're looking at specific topics or all-encompassing you know, what's going on, everything is there. And not only is it all there, it's broken down and actually organized really, really well. So it's easy, right? So if you go to those website, Clay, what's the best way to yeah. get to all the content that you If put you together? go to timetofreeamerica.com, it'll blow your mind because you go right there yep. and there's a button like the truth about bricks, the truth about CERN, the truth about monkeypox, the truth about Elon Musk. It's all right there. And yep. at the top right of there, you can easily get to our Rumble channel. It says watch Thrive Time Show. And when you go, go to the Thrive Time Show, you're going to see, I mean, every day we put out an average, an average now, it's pretty crazy, but about 10 to 15 shows or show clips every single day. And um, how, what kind of, just so people understand how I fit into that, General Flynn will send me a clip or Eric Trump or Mike Lindell or Lee Dundas or, you know, wonderful people like yourselves. And what I try to do is cut down to the 
what the minimum is you have to see yeah edit it put it up and then cite the sources but you know you can go down deep if you want to Yep, absolutely, and 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 believe me, there's you're, there's a there's more information on there than any one human can consume. So if you like I said you are looking for that, that's great. It's there. Also, go to thrivetimeshow.com, and that's where yep. you can find uh, all the other ancillary businesses that Clay's involved with, but also how you can actually get tickets to the next tour. Right. So Branson is coming up. Um, Clay, what are the dates for Branson? November 4th and 5th, November 4th and 5th, Perfect. Branson. And then you guys will be joining us in uh, Nashville. We just talked about that off yeah. camera. And I, people always ask me, well, how does someone become a speaker? I want to be very clear. I'm the one who chooses all the speakers. Uh, so anytime you see a speaker and you go, that guy was off, that's my fault. Um, and I look at it like a free throw percentage. If you're really good, John Stockton yeah. style, I mean, Jeff Hornacek, you're going to shoot a free throw <laughs> and maybe be 92%, 93%, 96%, yeah. whatever that is. Um, and I try to get speakers up there that share the truth. And if I ever feel like somebody's not sharing the truth or is compromised due to some sponsor that wants them to have the push the woke agenda or uh, uh, refuse to share the truth, then I try to, uh, I don't try to, I definitely call them and uninvite them. So that's how that's that process works. And I look for people like yourselves that are sharing the truth and I invite you. And, and sometimes people like yourselves will lower your standards enough to say yes. So thank you so much. <laughs> well, don't don't be afraid of that mainstream media because remember, PT Barnum said there's no such thing as bad publicity. So that's yeah. right. That's right. Well, I appreciate well, Clay, you guys. appreciate you too, brother, and uh, appreciate we, we can't wait to be out to see you again in in Nashville and um and and wish you luck in Branson. I'm traveling uh, for my 20th anniversary, so I won't be able to make it. But I'll tell you what, um, folks, check it out if you haven't. Please do. And Clay, um. God bless you, brother. God, God bless everything that you're doing. And God bless you and your beautiful family. And uh, God bless everybody out there listening. And as always, God bless America. Till next Amen. time, be safe and well. Hey, happy, take birth care, guys. Happy, happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday, you. dear. Bye-bye. See you, Clay.